Sip, Create, Repeat, a podcast providing marketing strategies you can consume over a cup of coffee. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to do things a little bit different. We're going to give you uh, more of a how-to, and we're going to chat specifically influencer marketing. So for those that don't know, uh, our senior marketing associate, uh, Alicia Hansen, is actually an influencer, uh, and she is awesome. We've, we've partnered with her before she worked uh, with us. And so, uh, Alicia, why don't we talk a little bit about, I feel like some of the things that people struggle with is, uh, how do you find influencers or how do you, how do you pay them? You know, what, what are some of the things people should know about working with influencers? Definitely. I think this whole influencer marketing thing is wild, right? Because so much of it just comes back to the fact that believe it or not, there are still humans behind this account. So, you know, it, one, it just comes down to, you know, treating us like actual humans and reminding us and reminding yourself that, we're no different than your neighbor, than your coworker, literally in this case. Um, and it's, it's really just been a fun, wild sort of ride of being able to support um, different brands, different companies. Um, I think in terms of finding us, if you will, the internet is built for this, right? Especially now between everyone's favorite search engine, Google, and then of course, everyone's favorite hashtag. So, you know, for example, in the Cleveland market, the Cleveland Blogger Collective, if you will, have started consistently using the hashtag Cleveland Bloggers. So if you are savvy enough to, to sort of catch on that, hey, wait a minute, one of this, you know, you click the right hashtag that could be generalized enough, but specific enough at the same time, you can actually find people who are willing to do this type of work, share this type of content, and ultimately help your brand in the long run. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, on the, you know, being a marketing agency, we get, we work with our clients to find influencers in their niche and in their space. And uh, Instagram is such a great platform because of how good hashtags are on Instagram. So there's so many times and I feel like hashtags, I mean, Facebook hashtags are terrible, although they're trying to push them again. Uh, mm-hmm. Twitter's great, but Twitter gets really overwhelming because it's so real time. And I feel like on Instagram, it's, it's this curated collection. And so when you start to do your searches, look for your, your local, again, Cleveland bloggers or Cleveland or this is CLE or whatever, you know, you need and then start to branch out from there and, and find, uh, you know, some of the people that seem like they're, uh, running influencer, you can always look for the hashtag ad or hashtag sponsored to see if you have, you know, someone that's, that's partnering with people consistently. Uh, and, and really the way I approach it is I find maybe three or four that, that really seem to fit well with what my client is looking for and what we're looking for on the agency side. And then we reach out to them. We just shoot them a DM. Hey, what are your rates? You know, what would you guys charge for maybe something in a feed or a story? Uh, So can you talk a little bit about like paying influencers and how that typically works? Because I feel like that's something people really don't know about. It can be clunky and um, some of it comes back to the old creative uh, creatives uh, debacle around, you know, how do you, how do you get paid outside of just exposure, right? So, you know, when everyone's getting started, you're trying to get your name out there, but we're well into the craziest year ever, AKA 2020. (laughs) And so by now, if you're not recognizing that uh, content creators are some of the most important people that you can partner with in terms of your digital strategy, then we got some talking to do. So, Mm -hmm. you know, really recognizing that influencers 
put time into their craft, whether that's shooting photos or writing amazing content or finding the right hashtags to use. While anyone, literally anyone can post on the internet, the people that, you know, influencers are really the masters at knowing how to craft a story and also spread the word about that story. So couple things in terms of payment. Now, you may be able to get away with a trade if your trade has enough value to it. So for example, if you're coming at me with, you know, VIP tickets to a concert with a meet and greet to my favorite artist, yeah, I'm gonna take advantage of that trade, but it also may determine on the size of that influencer. So you've got everything from the, the, the big boys and girls, if you will, with millions or thousands upon thousands of followers, and then, folks like me who are more in that micro influencer 5k to 10k realm rates are going to vary depending on on how many people they reach how many followers they have what type of engagements likes comments so don't be afraid to dig around a little bit um, and some of it might maybe trial and error too you can start with a what is your rate for this for these types of posts and be try to be as um, upfront as possible and saying, I'm looking for one blog post, one Instagram post, one Facebook post, and one Twitter post. That influencer then will have a good idea of these are my values for these types of services and then be able to pass them along just like you would get with any other type of proposal. Yeah, it's kind of a la carte, but you want to make sure that, you know, they're not going to serve you a menu. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and they're not going to have like one blog post, this one. Blog. So that the idea of putting that package together of, okay, what am I looking for by hiring an influencer? I want to gain uh, sales. I want to gain Instagram following and I want people to go to my website. So yeah, I think uh, something on Instagram, Instagram stories, Instagram feed, uh, you know, putting together like some of that stuff. Perfect. That sounds good. Here are the things I need. How much, uh, you know, are you looking for uh, for something like this? And then, and then a big thing is making sure that you tell them when you need that buy, right? So yeah. like, Hey, I'm launching a new product or we're rolling out a new program or we're doing this. I need it tomorrow. And half of them are going to say, well, I'm sorry, I can't really help you. Cause again, they're, they're doing similar, you know, projects for a lot of other companies, brands, people. And so I think you just have to keep in mind, like give yourself a lead time with uh, influencers. And I think mm -hmm. if you do that, then you can find some success with that. So that's probably one of my favorite tips in terms of working with influencers. And a lot of it I think comes from traditional PR agents and firms treating us as though we're traditional um, journalists or, you know, we write from newspapers or magazines. And I, I know that that type of writer, that type of content creator, let's call them, are used to tight turnarounds, tight deadlines. You just got a story, you got to write on it fast. Influencers are not that. Now, some can be, but most aren't. So I personally, when someone gives me a solid four weeks ahead of something, and I know that sounds like a lot of time, um, that's gold, especially if it's yeah. event driven. If you're expecting me to show up and do something, give me some time to get it on my actual real life calendar, not just my content calendar. Yeah, for sure. So I think another, you know, think of it on the website side of things. If you want people to, to register for your event or you want people to come to your website and buy a product, then that's when I think you should probably look to use uh, referral links or some sort of like custom URL that gets people there or a coupon code 
you know, for either free shipping or like a small percentage off. But what it does is it allows you as the brand to track some of the success that that actual influencer is driving if the goal is to get people to your site and to drive traffic or to drive sales. Uh, but if the goal is just uh, some influencer, you know, Instagram campaign follows, then uh, you can always do that as well. So uh, I think there's a lot of ways that brands can continue leaning on that. I think, Alicia, you think you hit the nail on the head. It's 2020. Like you've got to figure out new ways to do things. I think brands you know, it doesn't have to be B2C. I think you can go B2B and, and we see this here at the agency, like putting together uh, some sort of giveaway campaign, maybe with an influencer on uh, like a co-work space or Starbucks gift cards or, you know, coffee subscriptions or something like that. Like you can find ways to be creative on the B2B side. So if you're a business out there that is B2B, then I think uh, you really should start to think outside of your little box and, and figure out new ways to get in front of people. Yeah. I think especially, you know, finding ways as a business to work with other businesses and then pull in those influencers to help support it. Right. So say you're doing a, a big, big giveaway. You've got six different fellow companies part partnering. Maybe what you do is then you reach out to a local influencer or an influencer in general and say, Hey, we'd love if you help us promote this. Can you share it to our stories? Do you want to be a part of this? And maybe there's a, a fee you offer for just, you know, their own sort of uh, celebrity endorsement of your giveaway. But, you know, it's, again, we're all, we're all people and we all have our, our um, people come to me for a lot of the times, you know, they especially know, I know a lot about local restaurants. So it's always, Alicia, where do you love to eat? And so people come to influencers because they trust them. They trust their endorsements. They trust who they work with. They trust the products that they're using. So they're going to do the same in terms of whatever um, companies they're partnering with and, and also spreading the word about. Yeah. So it's a good point. I mean, influencers are, are the new, you know, celebrity endorsement. Like you no longer have to go hire an athlete. You no longer have to go hire some celebrity to speak on behalf of your brand. Now you can still do those things. Cameo allows you to do some of that as well. They've started to roll out, especially in 2020. It's a lot of actors and, and people that are out of work right now. And so all of a sudden they're doing a lot of work on Cameo. And for those that don't know, Cameo, you can pay, uh, you know, some sort of celebrity or athlete to record a message and you can either send it to somebody or some of them have started to roll out brand messages, which is basically a commercial for your brand. You can use stuff like that if you want, but uh, I think you'll find that celebrity or that uh, influencers, sorry, are going to have a pretty big impact on your brand. Just do your homework. Make sure that whenever they're posting stuff that looks like, uh, you know, an influencer kind of partnership, right? They'll maybe have that sponsored or ad uh, hashtag on their post, or you'll see the little thing that says in, you know, a, a sponsorship or working with, you know, X company. Uh, just make sure that they're getting engagement and make sure that uh, it's not just likes. Uh, likes are good, but likes don't pay the bills. So um, mm -hmm. that's something to think about. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, for more information, you can hit our website, duocleveland.com. We will talk to you guys soon. Thanks, everyone. Like this episode? Be sure to rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Looking for more from us? Follow at Duo Cleveland on social media today.